Welcome to the Doggy Dojo and welcome to New Year, New Dog 2020. And we are going to be covering some really great tips for you guys in the new year with your dog. I want to make sure that you guys are ready to go and ready for everything when it comes to the new year with your canine companion. And so one of the biggest things that I get a lot from people is how do I train my dog when I have such a busy life going on? I have all these things. I have to take care of the kids. I have to go to work. I have to you know, take care of the house. There's just so many things that are getting into our lives and that are so busy. And I know that training your dog can sometimes be very difficult and it's not always um, seems to be there always seems to be something that gets in the way of doing that maybe for you. And I want to make sure that you guys this year are going to tackle it with um, as much strength as you can and as many resources as you can. If you guys did not check out already, I just finished up a great series called Trickmas. And in that series, uh, we talked about 25 different games you can play with your canine companion. There are different tricks to train your dog that are really cool to show off your friends and family. But we're going to take a, um, a different path here in this new series that I'm launching tomorrow. It's called New Dog 2020. And that is basically a, if you have a new dog or if you want to rebuild the relationship with your current dog, there's going to be 10 games I'm going to be showing you guys this series. And so we're going to have 10 days right back to back in this series of you guys seeing this dog named Rue, who is going to transform through the 10 different games that I'm going to play with them. And they're really simple games. And they're and that's what I love the most. I think that so many people get so caught up and train their dog for like, say, 15, 30 minutes or an hour. And reality is that training your dog in little sections can be more effective and also a lot easier on your schedule. And I'm going to show you or talk to you guys about three different games to do that with your dog today. And if you guys catched my post earlier um, when I posted about doing this live stream today, I talked about how you could play this really simple game, a really great connection point with your dog by basically just petting and then giving your dog a treat. And we're going to dive into how much you can accomplish with that little interaction with your dog and what that can mean for you, particularly for those that are interested in getting their dog to be more focused on you without always having food. And I think that's also something I see a lot um, in my like news feeds and um, questions that people send me is that they want to know how they can train their dog without using food. And those that have been part of Doggy Dojo probably have heard this explanation many, many times, but it's always a good one. And it's basically called the pet then treat game. Well, we are here live right now. If you have any questions or comments, whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, I got all three of you guys going on right now in this new thing that I'm doing here with live streaming. And I'm hoping that I come Tuesdays, um, round two, we're working on some details here, but Tuesday round two, I'm going to be bringing you guys a live stream each week. And this is going to be great content for you guys to absorb. I'm also going to bring in some special guests from all over the world to help kind of explain your dog and make you have an understanding or help you have an understanding of your canine companion, how to really tackle 2020 and have a great and awesome 2020 with your canine companion. Without further ado, the Pet Then Treat game. The Pet Then Treat game is a very effective game for your canine, you and your canine companion. One of the biggest things you can do to your dog is to help them understand how to listen or how to be motivated for you and what you're doing and what you're asking them to do with more than just 
food. I love using treat training. I love food training. And there's, I have a big passion for that because dogs seem to love it a lot. And there's a reason behind that because dogs need food to survive. They don't need your pets. They don't need toys to survive. So this topic I'm about to talk to the, talk to you about is going to be such a powerful change in you and your dog's life, especially those that are really struggling, your dog listening to you. Um, and maybe your dog doesn't even listen to you for food and there's a problem with that. And if that's the case, I need to know that because I have a lot of other great training tips for you to help increase your dog's value for food. But today we're going to really focus on increasing your dog's value for pets and pet reinforcement. One of the biggest things, um, about that is that when you pet and then give your dog a treat, one of the things that does for your dog is it starts to associate the action of petting with getting a treat. And when you do that, when your dog gets pet and then treat and associates getting pet with food and they need food to survive, it digs down deep into something really deep inside into their genetics and into their DNA that tells them that petting is important to them. Because if I get pet, I'm gonna get a treat. Now this association can take some time for a lot of dogs. And if you really want to dive even deeper into this, I highly recommend Ken Ramirez's Smart Reinforcement course. You can check that out online on the Karen Pryor Academy. This goes, it goes really deep into this and it gives you a whole structure to really accelerate this process. Um, but the simplicity of it is just basically petting your dog and then giving them a treat. So right there, you are already accomplishing one major goal for you and your dog, and that is to increase other types of reinforcers in your dog's life so that you don't have to always depend on food reinforcement. Now, another thing that Pet Then Treat does for your dog, it increases the value for you because you are the source of that pet. No one else can give that dog, no one else can give your dog that pet like you can. Um, and if you've ever worked or trained with a dog before and you've had someone ask the dog say sit or um and you will teach your dog how to sit and your dog will listen to you for sit but then you tell someone else to tell your dog to sit and your dog likes what what's sit or any other types of behaviors or sometimes you'll see this with come and call particularly you know um, your trainer will train your dog how to do come when called or someone will train your dog how to come when called and they'll always come to them but then they will never come to anybody else because that association with that behavior is associated with that relationship between whoever taught or ever rewarded that behavior. So the pet then treat game is essential for your dogs because you want your dog to understand that you are valuable in their eyes. And so many people under use food, and this is why I love using food for training, is not just the fact that it is naturally instinctive for the dog to want to eat food and to for survival reasons, but it's also, if you just put food into a bowl, there's a big crime or a big mistake or a big downfall that happens there. When your dog is eating out of a food dish, for instance, then the value for that food dish is going to increase. And what's going to happen is then your dog is going to start to want the food bowl when it comes to dinner time, particularly more than you. And if you've ever had this happen, let me know in the comment section down below. If how many of you guys have ever seen your dog, like when during dinner time, you bring out the empty food bowl, they just get like do this like dinner dance where they just dance around, they get excited and they're all so happy and also 
um, wiggly waggly, the butt's just going back and forth so much. They love dinner time, and particularly when you bring out that empty food bowl. Now, what happens at this point is then your dog is associated that this empty metal or ceramic or this dish of some sort is very valuable to them. And it's just a piece of metal or ceramic or plastic or whatever it is. Now, imagine if you could have that same intensity or that same excitement for you. And that's why training with food and having the food come from you is so important. And increasing the value of pet than treat is so important because you want the dog to see you as a valuable reinforcer. There are a lot of things that are increasingly trying to steal the role as your dog's top reinforcer or what is most valuable in their life. You know, you got squirrels, you got other dogs, you got walk, you got your dog, your dinner dish, as we've talked about. Like there's so many things that are just competing for your dog's attention. You know, there's so many things competing for our attention in life. You know, how stretched we feel these days with everything in life that's going on. Well, sometimes your dog feels stretched for their attention too. You know, I could pay attention to my mom or dad, or I go chase a squirrel, or I could eat food out of this dish or out of the trash can, or I could go bark at the person that's walking by our house. I mean, all these behaviors that you're seeing that maybe you don't enjoy, it could be barking at people that are walking across your house, it could be um, pulling a leash, it could be jumping on your guest. The reason those behaviors are exist is quite simple. And the fact is that a behavior that's rewarded is likely to increase and a behavior that's not rewarded is likely to decrease. So what happens is your dog starts to increase these behaviors because some way and somehow that doing that behavior has become reinforcing to them. The reality is that if you wanna increase your dog's focus and intention and value for you, Here's two simple things you can do. One, take the food out of your dog's food dish. If you do that, then your dog will start to associate getting food from you and not the food dish, and it'll increase the value of you and not your food dish. And two, if you wanna increase the value of pet reinforcement, then give your dog a pet and then give them some of their food. And what that will do is your dog will start to associate getting pet with getting some of their breakfast or dinner, and that's going to increase the value of the pet reinforcer. How cool is that? So I hope you guys enjoyed that little tidbit of that little advice to help you guys increase your dog's value for you. But let's talk about maybe some other things you can do to help increase your dog's value for other behaviors that you'd want them to do instead of the bad behaviors that you don't like them doing. So one game I think is incredible, and we're going to cover in the New Dog 2020 series in detail, and that is the collar grab game. So many dogs have an association with your hand as reaching for them as a punisher. And I know that none of you guys abuse your dogs, and none of you guys meaningfully try to associate your hand with something punishing, but there's so many times that your hand comes down towards them, and they have to get their collar grab to go into their kennel, or collar grab to go take that nasty bath, or collar grab to um, you know, separate them from their family members because you're about to leave the house. You know, there's just so many different things that the collar does not mean good things to your dogs, and grabbing that collar means I'm going to be missing out on something. 
And we don't want our dogs to feel like when we have to reach down and grab their collar that they're going to ever miss out on anything. We want the opposite response, right? So one of the other games that are really quick that are so essential that you can play with your dog is the collar grab game. You're going to reach down and instead of giving your dog a pet, grab that collar and give your dog a treat. You don't have to be forceful with a grab. You just have to gently grab the collar and then give them the treat. But you really want to make sure that they see your hand coming towards them. This is the most important piece of your dog's come when called is the collar grab or the collection. It doesn't matter how fast your dog comes. doesn't matter how far away. doesn't matter. It's all in, comes down to that collection point. When your dog is coming to you and then when you go to reach down for them and they decide to run away instead, that's a useless recall. So we want to change that. We want our dog to see your hand coming towards them and think one of two things. I might get a pet and treat or my mom and dad are going to give me a collar grab and I'm going to get a reinforcement from that as well. So you grab the collar, give them a treat, do that just every single day as many times as you want and your dog will increase the value of your of coming towards you when you reach down your hand. Real simple, real simple stuff. The next and final game I want to make sure to kind of talk to you guys about is a real simple one. And I love doing this one. And I'm not sure this is going to be in the series, but I have done this in the past. I have a video on my YouTube channel for sure. And that's the drive-by sit game. And we are going to talk about sits in the series. It's going to be part of the series. But this drive-by sit game, as soon as your dog understands how to sit, one of the coolest things you can do that takes barely no time out of your day. Like just It's just this the smallest bit of time out of your day. And that is, if you're sitting on the couch and you're gonna to go to the kitchen for a glass of water, just find your dog, ask them to sit, and then give them a treat. Go get your glass of water. On the way back, if you got a chance, find your dog again, ask them to sit, and then go give them a treat, and then go back to sit down again. What's gonna happen is your dog's gonna associate two things. One, that sits, super valuable for your attention. If I sit, I get your attention which is incredible. And then they also get your treat on top of that, which is even better. The other thing is too, is they start to associate people coming towards them that sitting is the most reinforcing thing that I can do right now. And what could be more valuable in the moment when your people or your friends or your family are coming over and they're coming through that front door and they see you and they see them coming through the front door or maybe you're on a walk and I see people coming towards them. I know a lot of you struggle with when people come towards your dog, that they just want to lunge at the end of the leash with their paws up in the air and jump up all over on that person. What if your dog instead thought to themselves when they saw someone coming towards them, this little behavior of the drive-by sit, and they go, oh my goodness, let me go into a sit and see what happens. And they get pet, and then you follow up with a treat. Or maybe you give the person that's coming to say hello to your dog a treat, and they give them a treat for a sit. Oh my gosh. Why am I jumping up on people when I have lost so much when it comes to treats I could have gotten if I had just sat for this person instead? Such a cool little, little, little um, tidbit that you guys can do. And that took what? How much time out of your day? Maybe five seconds? Nothing. Really nothing out of your day. Less than it takes to post something on Facebook. And that's what I really think about. As I try to show you guys games and start helping you guys to figure out games that are just as simple as liking a Facebook post. That's as long as it takes. And I want you guys to know more and more tricks and more and more things like that. Thanks for joining here today on the Doggy Dojo podcast. If you guys have any questions or comments, leave them down below. As always, have some fun with dogs and we'll see y'all next time. Bye.